Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Happy Thursday. Happy thankful Thursday. Happy triumphant Thursday. Happy we give all thanks unto the Lord. Who's on the call this morning and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Rochelle. This is Topaz. Good morning, sweetie. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. Yes, ma'am. Have an awesome day. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Who's that? Who's that that you say good morning? Good morning. It's Kenya. Thanks for your prayers. My back is a lot better today. Ah, to God be the glory. Thank you, Kenya. Yes, Lord. Keep doing it and doing it again. I don't want to miss anybody. Who just said good morning? All right. Well, God knows your name. He knows your heart. To God be the glory. Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, who's joining the call. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Thursday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Have a great day. Good morning. Hey, have a great day, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. It's kindness. Hey, kindness. And Lonnie. Good morning, Lonnie. Uh -oh. Have a great day. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Who's joining the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Rochelle. It's me, Mary. Good morning, me, Mary. Come on and rise and shine and give God the glory, glory. Who's on the clear victory this morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Who's joining the call this morning? Love you. For, for this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Who's joining the call this morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you as well. God bless you. You as well. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Good morning. This is Wanda. Declare victory. 
Good morning, Ms. Wanda. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I have a, a prayer request. Okay. Good Okay, I'm ready. I'm having um, a surgery procedure this morning where they're going to go in um, a needle in my in my back, a joint, uh, and epidural. And I just want prayer that that the needle go where it's supposed to and the medication do what it's supposed to. And I just want some extra prayer. Because I've been okay. in a lot of pain. Thank you. You are welcome. All right. Good morning. Hi, I'm sorry. Who's that? Sylvia. Hey, Sylvia. Good morning, Miss Sylvia. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Who's joined the call? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continue to be in my mouth. I will make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear hear of and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. We sought the Lord and he heard us. And he didn't just deliver the old man. He delivered us all out of our troubles. Who's on the call and want to say thank you, Lord, for delivering us on today. Thank you for loving us so. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to come to humbly and boldly to the throne of grace and confess and repent, Lord, and let you receive us and change our lives completely. Who's on the line this morning? Who is grateful? Good morning. I'm signing up. It's Krishanda. God bless you. <laughs> Good morning, sister. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Good morning. It's beloved Barb, and yes, it's a thankful Thursday. Yes. Good morning, beloved Barb. When I think of his goodness and all, not that, not this, but all that he's done for me, myself cries out, Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for saving me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hmm. I look back on some things that you saved me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you were always there. Hallelujah. To cover and keep us. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm grateful. Who's on the call would like to say good morning before we get started or get started even more? Good morning, Sonia. Good morning, Sonia. Hallelujah. I'm not going to let her rock. Hallelujah. Cry out for me. Y'all know my feet. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. Oh, let's get started, y'all. I get started in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I'm going to ask that you can please put your phones on mute so we can go ahead and get started with the hosting. Good morning again. Welcome to Declare Victory. My name is Rochelle and I am your hostess. We are thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, 
encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to stay tuned in for for the rest of February, where our monthly theme is entitled Holy Spirit. The declarers will focus on what, who, and how the Holy Spirit has impacted their lives. Also, what one can do to be more in tune to the Holy Spirit. Make sure you invite a friend so that they can be blessed as well. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's, Women's Call with Ms. Lisa Porter. Hmm. They will be going through or finishing up the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Scazzaro. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard. 8 to 9 Central Standard, and 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard, right here by dialing the same number tonight. There was one prayer request submitted by the app, and that is from JC. She's asking for prayers for her grandson, Prince Pierre, for healing the upper respiratory infection. We're also, uh, there was two spoken uh, prayer requests. Um, one is for Natasha, and we're praying for healing, and we're also praying for Wanda um, for her procedure. But we're also asking that we receive the report of the Lord for all that they're doing and, and what their um, medical uh, appointments and, and procedures are, that God will stretch his hand and that the answers that we're looking for will come forth. And let's all please pray for one another. Um, the order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought to you by Tanya. The declaration will be brought to you by Christina Joy. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought to you by Tanya. The declaration will be brought to you by Christina Joy. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is. Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Peter said to them, repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word as we go to the throne of grace and allow the Holy Spirit to perfect the work in our lives. Please check your phones and place them on mute. I now pass the call to Tanya. Have a blessed day, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. And again, I just want to remind you to place your phones on mute if you haven't done it. I know we say it a lot. It's intentional because we want to make sure that the call is not interrupted. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give you glory and honor this morning. We want to thank you, Lord, for life, health, and strength. God, we want to thank you that we woke up this morning and made a decision to include you in part of our day. We made a decision um, to give you the first fruits of our day. Father, we thank you and praise you for the ability to be able to get on the line. And we thank you, God, for 
uh, just the mind to live for you. Father, we thank you that we woke up in homes where we could turn the heat on if we desire to, or the fireplace, or our electric blankets. Thank you, God, that we have hot and cold running water. Thank you that we have a choice of what we want to eat and what we want to drink. God, that we, we also thank you for our families. We thank you for our children, our our minor children as well as our adult children. We, for those of us that are grandchildren, we thank you for them as well. Father, we thank you and praise you for uh, the mind to live for you. We thank you, God, for the mind to include you in our decisions. Hallelujah, God. We ask, God, that in the name of Jesus, that you would lead us and guide us this morning as we are preparing to go out into the marketplace and be your ambassadors, your representatives, your, your examples, your eyes and your ears and your hands and your feet as we minister to those that are around us. Father, we thank you and praise you that we have we are cognizant of the, of the fact that we are your representatives wherever we go. If we are on the road driving, if we are in our offices, if we are um, working in customer service, if we're working, no matter where we are, with children or with adults, we thank you that uh, we that today, especially, that we are aware of the fact that we represent you. So, Father, we thank you that uh, this morning we're asking you to order our footsteps, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, order our footsteps so that uh, we are not easily tricked by the enemy, so that we are living on purpose in purpose, for purpose. Father, we lift up our children that are preparing for school, uh, those children that may be at school already. We ask God that you would bless them as they are in school today, there to learn. We rebuke the hand of the enemy that may be plotting and planning to uh, enter into our schools today and cause havoc by um, shooting or violence, other forms of violence. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you reverse the enemy's plans, that you cause him to slip, that you cause him to fall in his own traps, the traps that he sets, that he caused, that you cause him to be a victim of his own devices and that our children remain safe today and that the place where they go to learn, they're able to do that so that they can focus on their lesson and they can focus on the thing just be, being children we pray for those that are sick and afflicted in their bodies we pray and thank you lord jesus and to command them to be healed according to your word your word says that you've given us the power to heal, to lay hands on the sick and they would recover, to raise the dead, to heal the lepers. God, and we thank you that we established, we are established in your word and we thank you that we claim it done as so. I did not hear the prayer request, Father, but you did and you know every single request. You know every single situation. You know what is going on in the lives of your children. And so, Father, we lift those requests up to you. God, we pray for families. We pray for marriages. We pray for husbands and wives. And ask God that you would give them a mind to keep you first in their relationship. Father, we pray for the body of Christ today. We ask God that you would bless those that are you've called as leaders. 
uh, to continue to seek your faith, hallelujah, so that they may lead your people according to the instructions that you give them. We lift up those individuals that are victims of the earthquake over in Syria and Turkey, those that are still being rescued after so many days of that devastating earthquake. Lord God, it does not come as a surprise according to your word. You said that there would be earthquakes in divers or many different places and that there would be wars as there are in the Ukraine and rumors of wars as we hear about China raising its head. Hallelujah. But God, I thank you that you cover your people. I thank you that we are not ignorant of the word of God that must be fulfilled. I thank you, Father, that we are not ignorant of the enemy's devices. I thank you that we will not succumb to the enemy's devices, but Father, that you will that you will give us the mind to continue to seek you so that you can order our footsteps. Your word says that we should acknowledge you in all of your ways, in all of our ways, and you will direct our path. I thank you, God, that we submit ourselves to you so that you can direct our paths. You can give us the instructions so that we can hear them and we can do them, whatever they are. That we will not question you, Father, but that we will follow your instructions to the letter. Hallelujah. God, we give you praise today. Hallelujah. We lift up our government officials, whether it's federal government, whether it is county or local government. We thank you that those people are in office because you have allowed it for whatever the purpose is. We ask God that you would give them direction. We know that there are godly leaders that are in our country today, that are in office today. We thank you, God, that you give them the courage to stand up for what is right, that they don't fall victim to the pressure of, of po be becoming uh, political leaders uh, who are influenced by those who are ungodly but that you give them the mind to do that which is right and pleasing in your sight. God, we love you today. We love you back. We know that you sent your son Jesus to die for our sins. We know that you did that as a form and as a way of demonstrating your love to us. Your son who knew no sin but took on sin for us. And his one selfless act allowed us to be in position today to not only be forgiven of our sins, but to be healed of every disease. We take you at your word this morning, God, and we celebrate you for that selfless act. We give your name glory. We give your name honor. We give your name praise because you're worthy, God. You're worthy of all glory. You're worthy of all praise. So our testimony this morning is not that of a sad account. We're not coming to you complaining, God, but we come to you celebrating the fact that you love us, the fact that we've been redeemed, that we've been purchased by the blood of Jesus that was shed for us on the cross. The blood, the blood of Jesus that still works, the blood of Jesus that not only saves, but the blood of Jesus that heals. Hallelujah. We glorify you today, God. We magnify you today. And as we take our phone off of mute, hallelujah, 
we offer you the sacrifice of praise. Some of us may be in pain this morning, but we offer you the sacrifice of praise with the fruit of our lips. Some of us may be going through various trials and temptations. But God, we offer you praise this morning with the sacrifice of our praise, with the fruit of our lips, God. Come on, saints, we magnify the God, the God of our salvation. We magnify your great name. Hallelujah. We bless you, oh God. We bless you, oh God. We bless your holy name. We thank you, Jesus, because you're the author and the finisher of our things. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that our future is in your hands. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we don't, we know that you don't make mistakes. We thank you, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, that you are, oh God, hallelujah, the one true and living God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, we bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless your holy name, God. We bless your holy name. We count it. We thank you because you're worthy, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Our joy in the morning, God. We bless you. Hallelujah. We magnify you, God. We bless you and we thank you. And as we begin to put our God, we lift up Christina Joy to you. And we thank you for the word that you've given her. And we thank you, God, that you give it, you give her the word, the way that you gave it to her. Hallelujah. We thank you that she'll speak only what you give. Hallelujah. And that we will give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, thank God. Amen. Now, we want to remind you to put your phones back on mute. And Christina, the call is in your hands. God bless you. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Tan. Yes, for um just leading us boldly before this throne. Thank you for the prayer. Everyone who released their voice. Thank you, Rochelle, for hosting. And just want to thank each and every one of you all for even coming <clears throat> today. February sixteenth, two thousand and twenty-three. It is uh, 6.23 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9.23 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am Christina Joy, and I will be, um, well, Holy Spirit will be the teacher today. I will just be the conduit in which you hear what Holy Spirit has to say. Um, so I'll pray real quickly, and then we'll go ahead and get started. So, um, Abba Father, I just want to thank you even now. Thank you for this opportunity. 
to be a vessel that you use for the edification of your kingdom. My life is not my own and it belongs to you. I give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. I say, Holy Spirit, have your way in and through me even now. I decrease so that you may increase and allow the words out of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight for you, O oh Lord, are my strength and my redeeming. Thank you for seasoning my speech with grace, and I thank you for having your way on this call so that your word is glorified, your kingdom is edified, and the devil will absolutely terrified. And it's in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus that I do pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Whew. So God gave me a word for you all. I was up and... <clears throat> was really listening intentionally, intentionally about what he wanted me to say. Um, and before I continue, I just wanna make sure I'm clear because T-Mobile signal was crazy these past two days, but in the name of Jesus, uh, this call will not drop and you all will hear me clearly. So I just wanna make sure before I continue that I am loud and clear. Tanya, can you hear me? We hear you, sis. Thank you so much. All right. so. I'm not sure how many of you all have been watching the uh, Christian news or even it's made national news in some platforms, um, but there is a Christian, a small Christian college in Wilmore, Kentucky called Asbury University. And on February 8th, they started what they normally have as a prayer gathering that has not stopped to this day. Talking about eight days later, 24 hours a day, you've got college students from thousands of miles coming. You've got people coming from other states. You even got people coming from outside of the country to this college to experience what some are calling um, the Asbury Revival. So I was curious about what people were saying and what they experienced. And there was an article by um, Christian Network, and they said that one of these students from University of Kentucky um, told Kentucky Today that the Holy Spirit is tangible in the room. Chains are being broken, confession has happened, and God has been praised. And so as I was sitting there and reading about it and looking at the live videos and, you know, just in awe of the atmosphere that can be felt even through social media, <clears throat> the word the Lord gave me to talk about was dunamis power. So we're gonna go on a journey, because he led me on a journey about that specific word and how it all ties in to the person, Holy Spirit. So as you all know, power is something that the world has um, manipulated and, and made a, an ungodly form of an ideal of 
basically being able to accomplish more than what's humanly possible. Um, it's a need and a longing in the political arena or even in the in the um, corporate arena to have power, to have power. Even movies are made about superheroes that have this power that is beyond our limitations as mere human beings. But when it comes to dunamis power, that is God's power that indwells inside of us because of the person Holy Spirit, so that we can be used by God as an unstoppable vessel for good. The definition, because I was like, well, there are different words in the Bible, in the New Testament, that are Greek words that were used to represent our English word of power, and dunamis was the most prevalent. Dunamis means strength, power, ability, an inherent power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature in which a person exerts and puts forth. Another definition said the power for performing miracles. Mm. Moral power, excellence of soul, uh, the power and influence which belongs <clears throat> to a rising of numbers, power research that comes from numbers, or a power consisting in arresting upon armies or forces. Mm. So that dunamis power, right? It's a kind of power that is inherent because of the grace that God gives us in the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to give us the ability to perform miracles, signs, and wonders. What you're experiencing or what the buzz is about what's happening is because it's attracting people because there's an atmosphere of that dunamis power, that presence that presence of God, that the Holy Spirit came down upon them, like in the Acts in the second chapter, and it is something that has attracted people and will prayerfully cause a revival across the country. That's my prayer for this what's happening. And um, we all know, just to recap, um, Holy Spirit is not an it. Holy Spirit is a living, loving person, right? So we understand that the Father sent the Son into the world and empowered him by anointing him with Holy Spirit. Luke uh, chapter 3, verses 21 and 22 says, when all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in a bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, and you I am well pleased. And then we know that when Jesus ascended back to the Father after completing his earthly mission of redemption and reconciliation, right, he sent Holy Spirit to continue his work through all of us who have been made alive in him, sent out throughout the ends of the world. So he says, Jesus says in Acts 1 verse 8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So he's using that word dunamis right there. You will receive power, that dunamis power, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So Holy Spirit empowers us 
to live a new quality of life. We were once dead to sin, but then reborn because of the blood and filled with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit so that we will live a life abundantly, everlasting salvation. Holy Spirit purges us and purifies us as we, watch this, submit to his authority and control. And one thing that people love to talk about, Holy Spirit equips us with spiritual gifts. Mm. Spiritual gifts. So, all think about stories in the book of Acts and the miracles and the signs and the wonders Jesus performed, and then Peter walking and people being healed by his shadow. That sense of, of miracle working power. But I want to clear, right? Holy Spirit, also a living, loving person. Holy Spirit is not a force to be manipulated or utilized. You cannot buy that power. There was a sorcerer, Simon the Sorcerer in the book of Acts, who came to Paul and was like, to Paul or Peter. But he was basically like, I think he may have came to Peter, but either way, he came to the disciples and asked them, how much will it cost for me to get what you got? Because I want that power. You can't, you can't buy this power of this from the Holy Spirit that God rests upon you. You can't manipulate it, right? You can't do any of those things. Now, just like God says there are manifold, there's manifold wisdom. There are manifold riches of the Holy Spirit's work. There are so many different things Holy Spirit will do in and through us as we submit to the unction of Holy Spirit. Jesus called Holy Spirit Paraclete. It's a name that means one called alongside, right? Paracletos, which can be translated into a number of definitions, including helper and comforter and counselor, advocate, intercessor, supporter, strengthener. And we have so many different nuances of what Holy Spirit is to us in different areas and different moments as our walk with Christ and just being in this world. And although there are different ministries and different things you can talk about, the Holy Spirit will do. For the sake of time, I can only talk about two. Which is tied to that power and the gifts of the Holy Spirit that are given to us believers for the edification of the body that are energized and directed by the spirit, right? So we want to talk about the, the gifts of the spirit that, that will, will come from God's grace. But I want to pause right here and I want to make sure we are clear, even with the dunamis power, right? A lot of times you have believers that think that we can live our lives in our own strength, in our own might, in our own power, instead of the power of the Holy Spirit. That we can decide when to pick Holy Spirit up and listen and when to put him down. See, it's it's easy and it's comforting to, to reduce and try to quiet out that still small voice when he tells you don't go here or don't go there or don't say this. Erase that text, right? But there comes a point when you have to make a decision and you must decide that you will fully surrender 
you will fully surrender to the Holy Spirit and let him lead and guide you. So the gifts that are assisted by the power is an outward expression of God's strength and his sovereign ability for us to perform those miracles and those signs and wonders. They are imparted upon us, like I said, by God's grace. You can't purchase them, can't manipulate, none of those things, right? And there are several gifts of the Spirit. So for those that are taking notes, um, <clears throat> you would want to read in your in your time off the call as a way of instilling your spirit uh, for the entrance of the word will bring light and understanding. You don't just base this off of what I'm saying, right? Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4. Paul discusses the gift of spirit. So just to go over a few of those that he discusses in those three chapters, you've got the gift of prophecy, to receive and proclaim a message from God. Um, you also have service, right? The ability to identify and care for physical needs of people through a variety of means. So you also have teaching, the ability to explain the truth of God's word. Um, so you also have teachers who are teachers in the natural, who are teachers in um, the spiritual realm. So you might find sometimes that if you have a spiritual gift or you may not know what your gift is, you might already be doing it in your in your nine to five or in your daily career. It may have just been a calling or, you know, a pulling or a tugging that you felt like this is what you were called to do, not realizing it was also an impartation of a spiritual gift in God's grace you with. Uh, you have exhortation, the ability to motivate people and encourage them, right? Console them and counsel them. You've got giving, the ability to contribute resources with generosity and cheerfulness, leadership, the ability to discern God's purpose for a group, to set and communicate appropriate goals, and to motivate others to work together to fulfill them in the service of God. People with a leadership gift know how to not only delegate, but also to serve and show others how to do that thing without manipulation or coercion. Then you've got mercy, the ability to empathize deeply and engage in compassion and in compassionate acts on behalf of people who may be suffering, whether it's mental, physical, or emotional. It often relates to concern and kindness for those who are overlooked and often those forgotten about homeless, widows, the sick and the shut-in. Wisdom is the ability to apply the principles of the word of God in a practical way in specific situations and recommend a best course of action at the best time. A lot of times wisdom goes hand in hand with discernment, right? And you've got knowledge, the ability to discover and analyze and systemize truth for the benefit of others. Someone with the gift of knowledge can speak with understanding and penetration. We have faith, the ability to have a vision for what God wants to be done and to believe confidently that it will be accomplished in spite of circumstances that appear to the contrary. Visionaries have the gift of faith. 
We have healing. Healing is known as the ability to serve as a conduit or instrument in which God uses to cure illnesses and restore health. A lot of times we know of healing as those are the laying of hands or even a prayer. And there's healing that may be inner working as well as the outward appearance. You've got the miracles. Again, ability to be served as an instrument so that God can accomplish supernatural acts that manifest the power so that you can witness a presence of God and of his truth that appears without any kind of rational explanation of how it happens. The ability to distinguish of spirits, the discerning of different spirits, the spirit of truth and error, to, to distinguish between counterfeits, uh, false teachers, um, and then also just to distinguish between um, how the, the Lord, the, the Bible talks about ministers of light and uh, ministers of darkness and how the um, devil uses his ministers of darkness to portray themselves as ministers of light, being able to distinguish those that that speak of godliness but lack the power thereof that it talks about in the book of um, Timothy. This is the first second Timothy. I'm going to keep going. Then you've got the gift of tongues. That is one of the um, the most commonly talked about gifts of the spirit. So I don't have to talk about that one. We already know about that one. A lot of us do anyway. Um, and then you have the interpretation of tongues, the ability to translate the, the tongue, which can be combined with the gift and may be separate, right? So those are just a few. I can go on and on and on about all the different gifts. But studying the gifts, man, I was like, oh, man, this is good. And, oh, yeah, power and gifts and being able to just cast out devils and lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed and prophesy a good word. Because, see, that power that comes in conjunction with the gifts is very attractive. If you notice, people are attracted to that, that power, that, that, that charismatic ability to just feel the move in the presence of God in those moments, right? And I could tell you all how to figure out what the gifts are and how to um, not only discover your gifts, but develop them. Then the Lord stopped me dead in my truck and said, I, 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 spiritual gifts should not be abused by being exercised in the power of the flesh. Mm. I was like, okay, ouch. Ah. Spiritual gifts should not be a cause of pride either. Because they are given by the grace of God, they should be regarded as a divinely entrusted responsibility, not a status symbol, not a trophy, not an achievement. No. No, that's not what this is. Uh, then he was like, spiritual gifts should not be sought as in themselves. And focus off the gifts over the giver of them. And then he said the question, what good is power with no fruit? What good is these gifts and having the anointing but not having the character of Jesus and being spiritually immature. Mm. 
Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23, Jesus says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. See, many will say to me in that day, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Ah, that's using one of the gifts. Have we not cast out demons in your name? Mm, using the power, the dunamis power, and done many signs and wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. Remember how I said I was going to talk about uh, two ministries of the Holy Spirit. Okay, okay. So now I get to talk about the second one. I talked about the gifting. But then there's the filling, the purity. I talked about power. Now let's talk about purity. Filling of the Holy Spirit. See, the filling of the Spirit is what produces the fruit. Filling is the inward expression of the character building being done by Holy Spirit to make us a reflection of Jesus. Hmm. Imagine Holy Spirit wants to make you through the filling and the indwelling and the evidence of the fruit. An exact out exact reflection of Jesus, right? But in the process, we're like, you know what? I like my nose. I don't want the nose of Jesus. I want my nose. I'm gonna keep my nose cute. I got a little nose ring and everything. But you know what? I just got my eyebrows arched. I think I'm gonna take my eyebrows over Jesus's eyebrows. Okay. Yeah, I just I just got them threaded. Mm. Okay, I'll take I'll take his skin. I'll take the lips. That's nice. Oh, but you know what? Doesn't the Bible say he's got hair of wool? See, I just got this Hawaiian silky. I don't want that. Mm-mm. And so then we have bits and pieces of the reflection of Jesus and not the whole person. See, that's what happens when you don't allow Holy Spirit to purify and purge those things that are of no use to the kingdom and allow the process to take place so that you have all the fruits of the Spirit. So, you know, I discussed the um, the gifts of the Spirit. So I want to discuss really quickly the fruit because I want you to understand the character and the gifting are both important, but we need the fruit of the Spirit as well as the power of the Spirit. They work together and they reinforce each other. All right, so the gifts of the Spirit, um, I've discussed. The fruit of the Spirit is found in Galatians 5, 22, It says, by the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Right? And then verse 25 does say, um, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. You have to live and walk by the Spirit. Mm. To live and walk by the Spirit. So, like I said, the spiritual gifts should not be thought as an end to themselves. They shouldn't be a cause of pride. They shouldn't be your focus. 
right? Because maturity, Christian maturity and the development of character is, is evidenced by the fruit of the Spirit. You can have love and joy and peace, but then you don't have patience. You can say you're kind, but you don't do things out of love. It has to be a complete, total package. You can't just pick and choose which parts you want because the pruning process is uncomfortable. So, Paul discussed in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians the spiritual thing. But then, chapter 13, which we all know as the love chapter, right? He talks about love. In the New Living Translation, he says, if I had, in the second verse, he says, if I had the gift of prophecy, again, talking about the gift, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, gift of knowledge, and had such faith that I could move mountains, but I didn't love others, I would be nothing. He had the gift of giving. If I gave everything I had to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Then in verse 8, he says, prophecy and speaking in an unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Love will last forever. Three things last forever in verse 13, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Some of you are like, hmm, how do I bear more fruit? I don't want to just be anointed. I don't want to just pursue the giftings and lack the character of Jesus. I don't want to have power and no purity. I don't want to have gifting and no feeling. I don't want to be an empty vessel. So the truth be told, if God used a donkey to speak a word, he can use anyone, right? But we are to abide in the vine. We are to abide in Jesus, right? Because Jesus is in first in chapter um, 15 of John, John 15, verse 1. It says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. But then again, you might be like, oh, how do I bear more fruit? Well, he continues on to tell us. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. In order to bear more fruit, there is a pruning process. Pruning process is one where 
Holy Spirit brings to the forefront things that are not the character of Jesus that will, at the in the long run, take away from us growing and bearing the fruit. So those things have to be burned off, cut off, plucked off. You ever had a plant and you might have it in your house and as you go through the process of watering it, making sure it gets the sunlight, talking to it, praying over it, however you grow, you help to oversee the growing process. And you've seen at the bottom, some of the leaves start withering and they're starting to die off. See, if you allow those dead branches and stems to stay on the plant, they'll take nutrients away from the living portion that actually need them so they can continue to grow and bear more fruit. They have to take those parts off. They don't serve any, any they don't have any purpose to the overall purposes of God anymore. Things of our flesh. And if you are afraid, to let go, I want to uh, encourage you and let you know that uh, <clears throat> where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So ask Holy Spirit to help you feel like you're not going to miss out on anything. I don't have any freedom because of the pruning process and the things that you have to lose in the process of becoming the character, the inward and outward expression of Jesus. Acts, instead of him, you having a spirit of fear, because the word says that we don't have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And he would replace it instead with the, the fear of the Lord. If you have any doubt about the prophet, ask God through the Holy Spirit to give you a spirit of counsel and strength, to give you a spirit of wisdom and understanding so you can discern the times and the seasons you're in. And walk by faith and not by sight. Choose not to judge anyone or anything by what your eyes see or by what your ears see. All right, so let's go back to um, the Asbury Revival, right? Getting all this buzz. That's being led by college students and college staff. There's no big name. There's no celebrities. They're not asking for this exposure. Students are the ones sharing it all. This mighty move of God. And then there was... The editor of the Asbury Collegian, Alexander Prester, she wrote something on the website and she said this about the experience and what they're feeling in the presence of, of God in that place. And she said, there's something so beautiful about love. More than a fleeting emotion or a mere feeling, it's what brings people together. You know, we've been here in Hughes Auditorium for hundreds of hours, praying, crying, worshiping, and uniting because of love. I can proclaim that love boldly because God is love. 
We are a collective body, the ecclesia, the called out ones, the church. We are a spiritual organism that must depend on the personal presence within our individual selves of Holy Spirit and then the collective visitation as well. So these gifts that are energized and directed by Holy Spirit are exercised in others through, through love. We have to focus on love whenever we are doing anything operating in our gifts. Focus on love. Use your spiritual gifts in conjunction with power, but most of all with the fruit of love. In the name of Jesus, so that Father gives all the glory, honor, and praise. I have not arrived, you all. I have not made it. I haven't I haven't made it where I have every single expression and character of Jesus and I won't that I'm not there yet. I'm a work in progress. We all are a work in progress. But one thing we know for sure is if we trust Holy Spirit, we let him lead and guide us, the person Holy Spirit. He will never leave us nor forsake us. If you listen to that voice that unctions you to do certain things. See, the word says, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they shall not follow. If you abide in the vine, if you read the word, just trust the process. Don't worry about the pruning. Don't worry about the things you let go. Don't worry about what it costs. And just know that at the end, you're doing it all for the glory of God. With that being said, I want to I want to publicly acknowledge someone who is on the call, who selflessly gives of her time and talent, whether it's stepping in to host, reminding us about when we're supposed to pray or declare, um, praying, leading corporate prayer, also declaring, showing up on evening calls, being present, being a light, Rochelle, I don't know if it's Dillis or Duncan, but Rochelle, y'all know her as Rochelle, Restore Rochelle. I love you. I am so grateful for you and who you are in my life. And I will always strive to reflect the person of Jesus in my dealings with each and every one of you all, but specifically Rochelle with you. I love you. I apologize. And I just want you to know I appreciate everything that you do, not only for me, but for this call. It does not go unnoticed. All right, you all. That's all I have. Um, I'll just close out in prayer, and then we'll we'll um, move forward. So, Abba Father, I just want to thank you. I thank you for the indwelling of Holy Spirit, for filling us with the promise of Holy Spirit, with the guarantee of our inheritance. Thank you for, as Jesus acknowledged Holy Spirit as the, the paraclete, paracletos. Holy Spirit, you are a helper, you are a comforter, you are a counselor, you are an advocate, you are an intercessor, you are a supporter and our strengthener. You tell us 
to go right into the left. You tell us when to stop, when to start. And you also convict us anytime we do something that is outside of the will of God or does not reflect the character of Jesus. I ask for every born again believer, everybody who has received and accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, that you would allow for them to have the filling of your Holy Spirit. You would dwell within them, that they bear the fruit of the Spirit. Let us bear the love and the joy and the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and the self-control. I ask that you teach us to do your will, for you are our God, your spirit is good, and you will lead us into the land of a brightness. Let us stay on the narrow road and on a straight path, and let your word be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Take us from any insecure walk to one that is rooted and grounded in your love, and let all that we do be done in love. all that we do be done in love. In Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. So, all I have, it's all Holy Spirit gave me to give. I can't add to um, what he told me to tell you all. So, I just want to thank you all for being present and um, and give God all the glory, honor, and praise for even using me as a conduit to do as well. So if there's anybody on the call who is new or maybe you don't really speak often, I want to open up the floor to you to let you say good morning. After that, I want to let the men speak. And then after that, it'll be everybody else that wants to say good morning um, before we jump into love, life, and victory. So now's your time. Good morning, everyone. This is Simone. Good morning, Simone. Thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Hey, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Christina. This is Catherine. Hey, Kat. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, right. Christine. This is Pretty Patrice. Hey, Pretty. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Hey. <laughs> good morning, Christina. This is Sandy. I'm going to say that I was blessed by the word because I can't stay on long. I'm in a meeting. But thank you and be blessed, everyone on the line. Thank you, Sandy. Love you. Good morning. Good morning. It's Chris. <laughs> Go ahead, babe. Oh, good morning, hey, Christina. Juliet. Hey, Juju. Hey, Krishanda. Hey, great word. I'm so my my soul is happy. God bless you. Good morning, Christina. Miss B. Excellent word. Good morning, Miss Gigi. Thank you for your word. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. I heard a man trying to speak, too. 
Yeah, I, I, I thought you said the man was supposed to speak first. <laughs> Can we not follow directions? Hey, Brother E. <laughs> yo, yo, you know what it is, okay? Let us follow directions. Thank you. Great decoration. <laughs> Good morning, Christina. It's persistent. God bless. Mm-hmm. God bless you, sir. Good morning, Good morning God bless you. Hey, Mama. I owe you hey, a call. <laughs> okay. Good morning, Christina. Excellent, excellent word. Love you. Love you too, Glow. Good morning, Christina. It's Elsie. Hi, Elsie. Hey. Mm. All right. If that's everyone that wants to say good morning, uh, we can jump into love, life, and victory. And, um, you know, let's. Let's talk about it. Anything you took away from uh, what was given, any aha moments, anything you want to add to, uh, now's your chance as well. Hey, Christina, this is Juanita. I just want to thank you um, for your teaching this morning. It was very, um, um, I got a lot out of it. And, um, I just um I thank you um for just expounding on that on the Holy Spirit and explaining, you know, the different um gifts and and, and everything that you said on t- this morning. It, it was good. So just thank you for your decoration. Thank you, Sonita. The God we pray. Glad it bless you. Sis, let me tell you something. Hey. I absolutely love you and thank you. It has nothing to do with me. But I thank God for the opportunity to serve him. And if anything I do, I want to serve him well. So I truly, truly, truly appreciate you shouting me out for this all to the glory of God. Thank you. Because uh, when I think about all the times that I felt shut out of certain things and I had a word and I couldn't express it, the Lord just doubled everything that I was shut out and just gave me a place and a family that love God the way I do. Declare victory, but let me tell you about my church family. It just don't stop. So the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. He will prepare you. He will cover you. He will put you in a room with people that are like-minded, that love Christ the way that you do, that want to serve the way that you do. And I thank God for that. And just keep praying for me. <laughs> I'm a red jam. undone, honey. I'm still here. Hey, trying to get rid of some of those those, those little things you talked about. I want to keep this and get that away. 
I want to be his full creation, his full masterpiece. So thank you, Christina. I absolutely love you. Thank you. Great, great, great words. And it was worth the toil, honey, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, (laughs) ma'am. I love you. I love you so much. Do I have me over here crying again? <laughs> I can't cry. I just got some lashes put on y'all. I can't be crying. <laughs> Anybody else want to share? Good morning, Christina Joy. This is Pretty again. I just want to thank you and, and tell you how much I appreciate you and Rochelle. And talk about that. that dunamis power. I've experienced that power um, in the presence of you and Rochelle on the different platforms that we've been on. Um, Holy Spirit shows up and shows out. So if I never say it again, I love you, sis. I appreciate you. I admire you. I admire the God in you. An amazing declaration this morning. God bless you. See, you said you gonna have me crying now. You got me crying off my lashes. Thank you, sis. I love you so much. <laughs> I just, y'all just don't understand. I just, I'm just so, I'm just so grateful that God would use me. I just, just there's no way. Thankful. I hate Topaz. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Thank you. Um, your declaration just blessed me. It's got me um, looking at myself and looking at areas that I know I fall short in, um, and I could definitely do better. Um, I loved your whole declaration. I was in the car, people looking at me. I'm clapping. I was running late to work, but I'm (laughs) clapping. I'm looking like a crazy woman sitting in the car. Just, it it was so um, rejuvenating just to hear you go over all the different gifts and not only the gifts but the power and then to talk about like the character it does us no good to have the power without the character and what resonated with me was last week I was in the car acting up (laughs) Lord help me I um I didn't I didn't show God's God's character you know I um was having a little bit of road rage and God spoke to me in that moment and said, now, you know, that's not of my character. And I had to check myself. So um, it was just a good reminder that I got a lot of work. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. And um, and, and thank God for his patience. You know, um, thank God for his patience with me. Uh, this isn't an easy process, the pruning process. Oh, it's not easy at all. But I really thank you for your declaration. It, it's got me looking, <laughs> looking at myself. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for that. Here as well. I want to I want to tell you something that um, a friend told me because I would say that too. I got work to do. I got work to do, and they said, "I, I, I, you don't have any work to do. Holy Spirit has work to do. Just let Holy Spirit do the work. 
That takes so much pressure off you. You think you got something to do. Instead, no, I just surrender to you. Okay, Lord, I trust you. Guide me. Help me to be sensitive to your unction so that I do not disobey you. And then you'll find that there's this, this relief of trying to do work because it's not done by your strength or your power. It's all done by God. I hope that blesses you too. Amen. <laughs> that was a little fire. Amen. <laughs> I love your uh, declaration, uh, Christine. It was so good. And um, I really like, I mean, you broke it down. Everything was so thorough. I took lots of notes. Um, what I really, what really resonated with me, um, well, all of it did. But one of the things I really uh, hung on to what you said is, don't seek the gifts. Seek God. Um, and when we have his love, right, um, when we use the gifts, they'll be used correctly. So um, I really like that reminder to just seek him. The, the gifts will come. So God bless you. Love you. Glad your lashes are still on. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, y'all gotta know. She see me crying off the phone. Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad they still on too. Thank you. I'm glad that um that's at that point stood out to you, Krishanda. Hey, sis. Sometimes even the the lashes gotta go for the pure. <laughs> right. And guess what? Right. And I was sitting here thinking. I said. Sometimes when the Lord, you know, Holy Spirit say and do something, it's like, you had to do me like that. But yeah, he did. Because the liberty and the freedom that comes from the purging and the 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 outcome and the process and um, the metamorphosis, it's way more better than what we want to hold on to than what he has for us. So yeah, last has got to go, honey. Let him go. <laughs> Look, we can get some more. Plenty where they come from. <laughs> Yes, I, I agree. I agree that the lashes is a whole other joke. I absolutely agree. Uh, the the lashes is a whole other, whole other inside joke. Good morning, Christina. This is Jubilant. Good morning. Joy is just spewing all over the phone this morning. <laughs> um, I was just thinking, you know, uh, what kind of combination of uh, what. Uh, Dion said yesterday, what you said today, dealing with the Holy Spirit. Um, I like what you said, you know, um, you were saying, somebody was talking about the I component, you know, I got a lot of work, and you were saying, no, the Holy Spirit. But then yesterday, Dion was talking about, you know, it's a choice. You know, we have to choose. And, you know, I was just thinking about, um, there's a passage in Scripture that talks about, you know, before a person decides to build a house, they stop and consider, uh, you know, what it's going to take, you know, because she was asking that, you know, saying we have to, you know, get to the place where we want to give it all, you know. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm thinking about that as well as um, what you were saying as far as you can't basically can't pick and choose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You cannot pick and choose what, what uh, you know, what you want. 
still comes to that place where you want you have to to you know you have to be in that position to where you want to give it all and but it about it basically boils down to um you know when i comes in when I come in the picture when I'm thinking from my perspective I'm thinking from a human perspective which is from a fleshless perspective but it the only thing that I can do in this process is to make a choice because everything else is set up for me. I just need to make the choice and then God will begin to, once I make that choice and step, you know, step, which is, is a statement of faith, step in that position, then God will begin to, you know, open the portals and things will start happening. So um, I'm, I'm realizing as the more as I'm walking, it's really the, the real work is the choosing. That's that's the work, you know, um, and and then allowing, you know, the Holy Spirit to take to take me on this journey, you know, sit in the passenger seat and let and just ride, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Easier said than done though, okay? Right. <laughs> the, right. Day by day walk, easier said than done. Right. You know, but, <laughs> but you know, like the scripture I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So it's beautiful, this is a beautiful especially a way I, I like the way you unpacked um the different components from the gifts to, you know, uh, to basically having the access. And, you know, because the gifts and calling are without repentance. God's going to give you the gift. He gonna, you know, you're gonna, you can use that gift. You know, he's not going to take that back, but you have to give an account <laughs> of what you did with it. So, um, anyway, it was just a beautiful. I got to go back and listen to it because there was so much, and I was walking around, but there was so much stuff that I, you know, from especially when you're unpacking different components of the gift. And I really need to just go back and listen to everything. But this has been a rich conversation. Um, and, you you know, you're a good teacher. So I keep, that's all I want to say. Thank you, teacher. Love you. Thank you, Oh, go ahead, respond. Please respond. Please respond. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I, was, I was just going to say when she was saying sitting in the passenger seat, isn't it crazy mm-hmm. how sometimes if we're in the passenger seat and we see directions on the screen but we see the person driving we're like hold on hold on wait you need to turn here get in this lane you know we're trying to direct the driver like they say backseat mm-hmm. driver and it's like mm-hmm. but you don't even know where you're going because you ain't never been there let mm-hmm. them leave okay that's it <laughs> that, that would be my husband he said that to me all the time <laughs> uh, speaking of your husband y'all took forever to say something which i want us to be wait forever for the Amen. Amen. <laughs> I know we gotta wait. I know we gotta wait. We was waiting for the men, but I know. Amen. So joy, joy. Um, amazing, awesome um, declaration. This is one of those ones that I think we need to put back in the rotation to play again, because this just speaks to the truth of the Word of God and the working of the Holy Spirit. Um, tongues are great demonstration and power necessary but here's the thing if we speak with tongues of men and have not love we are a sounding brass and a tingling cymbal and what the world needs now absolutely beyond warwick had it right so long ago it still stands today is love sweet love and god is love right so we've been so busy trying to do the demonstration of power but we have not been doing it out of love 
So I think we need to go back to our first love and let that be our motivating factor. I, I am of the strong persuasion that, yes, um, a lot of stuff we're trying to do as far as clean ourselves up and get it right is is has gotten us off track. But, but, but the truth of the matter is we are co-laborers with God. We are co-laborers in this thing, and we don't just get to sit back and do nothing. Crucifying the flesh, dying daily, making a decision, all of those things require our effort, right? All of those things require um, effort on our part, and, 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 and Juju, it is absolutely true. It is not easy, especially when your will has not been surrendered. Surrendering is not easy, right? when our will is still very much in there. And so when you say, I like my nose, it's real cute. You made it sound good. But when we got everything and we say yes and we're snotting and we're crying, God, I want to do your will. I want my life to be pleasing before you. I love you because he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. God, I want to be in your face. I want to operate not just with word, but with power and with demonstration. I want gifts and signs and wonders, wonders to follow me because you said they will follow them that believe. But I got an issue with that person, and I can't stand them because they hurt me, and you don't know how bad they hurt me. Well, listen, something's not lining up. How can I expect to really operate in the fullness of when I'm not doing or at least trying to yield the rest of that stuff? Because that's that's what the nose I want to hold on to. It don't really look so cute to God when I'm not really releasing and forgiving. You made it sound cute, but not forgiving is the thing that we don't want to give up. Yeah, I just got the eyebrows arched, but that, that thing, that eyebrow arch that we're not willing to give up is really that thing, that man, that person, that thing he told us to let go of a long time ago, but we like it and we're familiar with it and it's comfortable and it's just what I do. A laborers means we make the decision and a lot of us got several decisions we need to make to really get to the place where we really want to be but it costs us something you're not going to take what we don't want to give what we don't want to really get rid of why would he do that that's what makes it hard when we get sick and tired of being sick and tired <laughs> Listen, and, and, and I think we release some things in our life that we just get sick and tired. When we get sick and tired of being abused by a certain person and we get done with them, you, have you not noticed, and I know I'm not the only person, that it, it's real easy to let that person go and be done with that person. But until we get sick and tired of being abused and being the booty call and being the last one they call, we still let them call. So when we're done, we're done. And then it be it becomes easy to say no easy and it becomes easier and easier when we start to find ourselves and find that I'm better than that and I'm worth more than that and I'm tired of being used and I'm sorry is that just me nope you're going now you're preaching you're teaching <laughs> it requires us to do some work in this thing yeah it does and and we're all we got our all we all got our points of enough is enough we just got to get to our point where enough is enough. And thank God for his grace and his mercy where he is long-suffering with each and every one of us. But we got some, we were involved in this thing. Just take it away from us. 
I wish he did. <laughs> now, wait, actually, I just take that back. Because when I was done, he made some things happen where, ooh, I just don't want to do that no more. But he was involved in that as well. Then I decided, okay, I'm done. Oh, laborers. Love you. That that really, really great word this morning. And I love how I just saw the book play out. <laughs> Emotionally healthy spirituality. That maturity, a decision. And then we have to follow through with it. Love you, sis. Love you, sis. Love you, sis. Um, I would say for everyone. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know, right? Right, right, brother E. She done dropped the mic she, on it. Somebody <laughs> pick the mic. Right. the mic with that. My beloved sister. Um, she, hey, I don't even think it's a piece anymore. Yeah, no, I think she burned the mic. She's Yes, go ahead. Yes. Hey, lesson, lesson, lesson. Yes, welcome where it did drop the mic. I, I, as she was talking and listening to your declaration, I was thinking about how um, this is a this 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 work, our co-laboring with Christ, is an everyday, all day, long uh, work. Surrender. It's an everyday, all day surrender. Once we recognize we're sick and tired, because the the enemy, the deceiver, will always bring things back up to make you think, oh, you can just do this. This is not going to be so bad. But be, but because of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us, reminds us, no, no, we're done with that, remember? We're not doing that no more. I thank God for the presence of the Holy Spirit that continues to remind us. And even if we mess around, you know, and kind of jump back off the ship, he still is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But I thank God for him calling us and causing us to surrender, keep on surrendering. We got to keep on surrendering. Whatever it is that stands between us and him, stands between us and exemplifying his love, stands between us and being all of who he made us to be. And I just thank God for him giving, giving me life. I'm going to have to talk on me, but everybody else on the call too life and allowing us to continue to live on to get to even this point in our days to understand. Nope, this right here is a real work, really living for Christ and to be a part of the kingdom. It's a real, 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 real work. It's real thing, and God means it. So I love you. I appreciate you. I love you so much, and I thank God for that word this morning. Thank you, I love you. Mm -hmm. So wonderful. I was going to talk about, because she mentioned love and forgiveness uh, earlier, at least you did. I did not, I first take a time, I didn't read uh, love, the love passage in First Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. But since that's the first fruit of the Spirit, um, I'll read it real quick so that we can all just reflect on love and what it looks like, right? So love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. 
or rude, to get that rude part. Um, <clears throat> it does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. <clears throat> but all that we do be done in love. Anybody else? Hey, Christina, it's persistent. I had to step off the call for a minute, but I don't know if you guys talked about um, what you mentioned, what prompted you, and uh, you were looking at the Christian news and what was going on in, in Kentucky and Cleveland um, with the move of the uh, revival is what they're calling it, um, mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit and the presence there. Uh, you know, for me, when I read it, I know, I don't know if you guys covered it or not. That's why I said I had to step off for a quick no, moment. No, we haven't. Okay, Go ahead, okay. we haven't. Okay, so for me, um, when I, you know, read about it and discovered it and all that, you know, my immediate thought was, wow, I want to be there. You know, I wish I could just jump on the plane and just go there so badly. Wow. Thank you, Lord. And then it was all over social media and everything. And it, I was really just uh, astounded and happy and um, thinking, you know, God is making his presence so known. Uh, you know, I remember, uh, um, I remember um, Dion saying we have to be able to discern the times that we're in. And um, that made me reflect on that uh, as I was reading it. But it made such an impression upon me, my, 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 uh, on me, um, and discerning it and looking at why there, you know, all those kind of, you know, questions that we may come up with, um, and the fact that it was growing, it didn't just stay in Kentucky. Someone left from Kentucky and went to their church in Cleveland, and the same experience they were having in Cleveland at a small church. And it was students. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to express that because for me, you know, I've never uh, been in an environment like that. I've never had an authentic, I mean, people call it a revival, but I can't say the experiences that these students were expressing and the power and the Holy Spirit and the love and them, you know, not wanting to go back to class and shutting down classes and the teachers doing it because after all it was a it was a church of i mean it was a school of believers but it was just it was just amazing it was really truly amazing and um it just makes you think about the times that we're in and god showing up now and, and now praying for it that god <laughs> continue uh to show up and um this continue 
to 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 have his way. Not to saying that he isn't, but making his presence so strong. Anyway, I hope I'm making myself clear. I don't mean to ramble on, but I was just uh, pretty pretty moved by it. Now you um you made sense and. And here's the here's the thing that we can all learn from this moment, right? Is that they didn't quench the moment. They didn't say, "Oh, you guys, you got to go back to class. You got to stop this." Like you said, the teachers decided to cancel class because they recognized what was happening. And that's the importance of being sensitive to Holy Spirit. You might have your own plan and your own purpose. Uh, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the purposes of God that shall prevail. Wow. This hey, is beautiful. Hey, Dee Dee. Good morning. Good morning. Listen, I've had a third degree burn on me. I had I burned myself um, at school this week, so I've been on Motrin mm-hmm. and painkillers, so just a little off, but I listened, I heard you, and I agree. Um, with Krishanda with the lashes, I understand you you gave us so much. Holy Spirit is just oh amazing doing some things. It's so much going on and I love that you went back to love and Lisa, I heard what you said because love covers everything. We also have to remember about long suffering in the midst of everything that's going on. We have to remember that all the processes and not trying to give up stuff and and your analogy of you, you know I, I want I want his representation, but I want this of me and things that we've come from. That makes sense. You know how I was watching my mother the other day, and I was like, oh, I think my mother's beautiful, but there's some quirks in her that I don't want. But there's things from the father that I want, if that makes sense. So growing in that and maturing in that and going through things in this dirty, cold world, we got to go through. We got to adhere to it. But it still goes back to our heart posture. So it doesn't matter how well we speak or how well we sing unto the Lord or teach all that if we're not allowing Holy Spirit to have his way. And it is choices. It is choices. He does the work, but we got to choose to let him. So I'm just grateful for you, sis. just how you you teach. You are an amazing teacher, and I'm just grateful to know you. I love you. The babies are coming in, so I gotta go. See you. I love you too. Can I tag on? This is Krishanda. Um, when she was when Dee Dee was speaking, um, I was hearing, um, "I'm desperate for you, being desperate for Holy Spirit." And then when I was hearing that, I was seeing like uh, chains being falling off, chains, mm-hmm. like complete surrender. I'm desperate mm-hmm. for you, and the chains are just mm-hmm. falling off. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, like the word says, when you get to the end of yourself, there you will find me. Right? Some people wonder, how did this start? Like, just going back to the um, what's taking place at the Ezra University. How did it start? It was a call to repentance and confession. That was the that was why they came to give it all, to release it, to confess, and to say, "Have your way." And then, as we see what happens days later, still going on. <clears throat> Is there anybody else? All right. 
if there's no one else, then I will go ahead and wrap this up. Again, don't forget, ladies, we have Walk It Out tonight, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Same number, just call in. Um, it's going to be amazing. Y'all heard Lisa drop the mic earlier, that two hosting tonight, so <laughs> come and join us. All right, so I'll go ahead and close this out. So, Abba Father, we just again, we thank you. We thank you for being in our presence even now. Thank you for your word. The entrance of your word will bring light and understanding. Thank you for your love. Your love never fails. I ask that you would allow each and every one of us today to be sensitive about our plans so that they align with your purpose for our day. Let us be sensitive to the unction of Holy Spirit so that we hear clearly anytime our plans are not in alignment with your purpose or our behavior is not a reflection of your character. We just want more of you. We want to continue to abide in the bond, surrendering to your will. I thank you for all the things you're doing in our lives and everything you're going to do in our lives, everything you're even doing now. I ask that you would give us heavy protection, that you would be a shield for us, our glory and the lifter of our heads, so that those that might be on the road, those that might have to travel today or walk around, whether they're in a place that they know or unknown territory or out on vacation, I just ask, Holy Spirit, that you would guide them everywhere that they go this day. That, Lord, you would lose your angels in mighty abundance in the presence. Your word says, in their hands they shall bear us up, lest we dash our foot against the sun. Cover all of us with our tailor-made armor of God that you crafted specifically for our personhood, from the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel of peace, sandals, the sword of your spirit, which is your word, and the shield of faith, which is with every flaming arrow of the enemy. Give us peace by all means and be with us this day. And I forgive us for any and all things, known or unknown, for these prayers be not hindered. I just want to thank you again for all that you're doing in our lives and everything that you've done, everything you're going to do. You are so worthy of our glory, our honor, our praise, or worthy of our lives. We love you, we praise you, and we magnify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day. I love you all. Have a great day. Have a great day, everyone. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Hello?